Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. 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 Ah, the type of listening you can listen to all day. How's everybody's weekend been going? Fine. Not bad. Fine. Hey, Derek, I heard you uh, You saw the Batman. Yes. Cool. <laughs> I didn't have anything ready for that. And welcome to another Bat episode of 12 Bats from America, a Eurovision podcast from Batman, America, home of Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. I'm actually Eric. I'm not Batman. Uh-huh. But that's exactly oh, okay. what Batman would say. So no, that is true. Who knows? Yeah. That's that's your homework for this week, our dear listeners. Is Eric the Batman? He's a Batman, but maybe not the Batman. That's the thing that confuses me is who are these other Batman? If this one's, you know. Oh, they're actually just like holding bats for other cricketers. Oh. Oh. That was a garden path sentence if I've ever heard one. (laughs) Good times. Marvelous. Danny takes a swig of LaCroix or whatever after. I I assume it's LaCroix. Yeah, it is. Uh, Trying for those sweet LaCroix sponsorship bucks. Every single chance that I can get. Got to get that jet somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where are we at on uh, funding for the 12 Points for America corporate jet? Uh, Who's keeping track of that? We're negative, man. <laughs> uh, uh, I we think have we have to pay Boeing at this point. Yeah, we now owe Boeing a jet at this point. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, wow, things went south real fast. Yeah. yeah speaking mm-hmm. of things going south, Sam, socials. God. Oh, God. <laughs> It's been one of those days, but you can find us on social media and share your one of those days is with us uh, at one, two points USA on either Facebook or Twitter. Just email us directly at 12 points from America at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Scope out some of the content that we've done over on our YouTube page or our Redbubble, or possibly in the very near future, maybe a Patreon. Stay tuned. There will be more info on that coming up real, real soon. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about that. I hope, I hope that's true. Well, you're the one who set it up. So Yeah. Set what up? Nothing. Yeah, I hope as people in charge of the Patreon that we get some news on the Patreon pretty soon. Awkward silence. Here's, here's Awkward silence. <laughs> All right. All right. But so anyway, it's our it's our acronym filled show today because man. we got some ESC news and ASC news. In fact, we have more ASC news than we know what to do with. OMG. Oh, indeed. Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> we also have a burning question. Let's dive right into uh, into our question yeah. for the week. It's from David in Seattle at uh, at Seattlesk on Twitter. What are your thoughts on the pros and cons of super finals? Now, what do we mean by that? Okay, so in a national final, and each country kind of does this differently, sometimes you will see if, say, there is a running order of 10 songs in the in the final, a top three or four may make it to what they call a super final, where they'll go up head-to-head, clear the scoreboard, and do a second round of voting amongst those handful of songs. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm of two minds about it. It has to be done right. I feel like if you've got a 25-song national final, you can't necessarily say that a song that's only won 3% of the public vote, and yet it had more than anybody else, be your national representative. So winnowing that down to a top three, and then doing a revote again, I'm not opposed to it. Just what I am, the most fair. Yeah. What I am opposed to, however, for a while, there were certain countries, I think Estonia used to do this for a while. Ugh, and, and I feel like Germany did this for a while as well when they were doing their old national final setup, where the super final would be two songs only. Oh, 
Yeah. What's the point? I know. I mean, one, half the time, my, my favorite came in number three. So, you know, I was always... <laughs> I feel like in a two-corner contest, you can vote for a song, but you can also vote against a song. And I feel like that's just not, that just isn't in the spirit of things. So I'm I'm okay with them in theory, but it's got to be done right. What do you guys think? I'm kind of ambivalent. I, I feel like a lot of times it just adds an extra half hour to a show uh, when, if there's a clear runaway winner, I don't know that going to a super final necessarily has the potential to really change anything. So, so you're just kind of uh, going through the motions one more time and then letting the winner be the winner. But I, I, I know there are instances. I don't have any in front of me, but I, I know there are some where, let's say, you know, you know there was a, a fairly close top three, uh, and the one that won the first round of voting didn't necessarily win that super final because you know some of the voters of the songs that didn't make it, you know, maybe rallied behind one of these other songs or something like that. That's kind of a cool thing to to see happen. I'm just not sure how often it happens. It mm-hmm. it has. I mean, my brain goes. I, I remember a couple episodes ago we had this great talk, talk with uh, with Ben Robertson about um, the Latvian national final in 2014, and I think that's what happened. Oh, yeah. with cake to bake. Cake to bake. That's yeah. true. That did. Ha- that is what happened with cake to bake. I that's think. exactly what happened with cake to bake. Yeah. Okay, I'm against them then. Hey. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm only really for them when there's a large field, you know, maybe if there were 10. I don't even care if there was like a, a, a commanding or not lead. I think a super final is maybe merited if the if the field is about 10 or 12 or more. Then give us a super final with plenty of uh, commercials for the refreshing taste of sparkling LaCroix. Derek, what do you think? I'm, I'm gonna be honest i kind of hate them I'm like you got everyone there and if you can't beat everyone else in one go no nah, just go home <laughs> yeah cake to bake i'm also i'm kind of whenever i think about like stats at least when it comes to eurovisions the breakdown of percentage of votes that the first person second person gets i'm always like the first and second person at eurovision final let's say usually get a dominant amount of votes by the time you get to third that number is usually cut in half yeah. And then you go down a couple more, it's cut in half again. So to say like, oh, we should maybe 15 to 20% of all the votes went to these eight other acts that were at or near the bottom. Who are they going to vote for? Uh, it just, it seems like we're just going to, we already know who won. Why are we doing this again? I, I mean, that's kind of a weird dismissive way to say it, but I think... It's just an easy way to create more show. Well, I mean, that's kind of what what Norway was doing this year. It was basically just a series of of super finals, these head to heads. Not a fan for like a for very few number of songs to drag it out that much. It's amazing how much television they got out of like four songs at a time. I'm both irritated and oddly impressed, honestly. Yeah, I, I really like the concept of the of the duels on paper, but in execution, it's just really frustrating because so often you'll have you know a four song heat. The two clearly best songs will get pitted against each other first, and then it's just over. Like, like, well, Eric, that's just how uh, March Madness works. <laughs> we need all the players on the, on the court at the same time. Hey, if yeah. if Norway did a sixty-four uh, song bracket, I'm in bracket with losers bracket, and then at the end yeah. of everything, there is promotion and relegation. Uh, I'm wondering so about that, uh, NCAA. Bulgaria no longer gets to compete anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Where the second A in NCAA stands for Andre Shanson. Uh, 
where all right where you know duke blew it again so they'll get another chance at uh you know what never mind i'm against that too um <laughs> i'm gonna say our collective answer is either eh or boo super finals not great i'm okay with them get they got ranked right. choice voting you know give me a yeah, nice ranked one, choice two, voting three. Would be. that would be interesting <laughs> mm. listen if kano like, can't win send the mafia what i think if, like if in a situation like erica mentioned if everyone was like super close it would make more sense but i feel like there's enough of a gap that in most cases you can say well this person's just gonna win again mm. yeah and unfortunately yeah. tv shows are so structured that you can't really do that on the fly you have to kind of yeah you have to kind of do that before before the fact uh it is interesting like i think about when ac Lyle does now uh or you know i think san Remo also does this now where the voting system for the first round of voting is different from what's in the super final like in ac mm-hmm. for example it's the combination of the jury vote and the public televote and then the super final it's pure public for those top three which can create a little bit more of a change so it's interesting to see um but at some point like i look at what the french national final just did this past weekend and mm-hmm. you had what 10 or 12 songs in the in the running and you chopped it down to five plus an extra bonus pass so I'm like what's mm-hmm. what's you go from 12 to to six and then you go through it all again yeah they yeah 12 to six was an interesting cut i thought yeah uh yeah they <laughs> My French is not quite good enough to fully uh, pick up everything they were saying. So I was a little surprised when they kept announcing super finalists. Just over <laughs> and over. Are they, are they done? Are they, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't picked uh, like Soa yet, who were the favorite going in. Uh, I thought, well, they can't just be done. Or maybe they just got locked out. I don't know. Speaking of stats, which which was a word Derek said 10 minutes ago. It's a great segue. Uh, yes. I've been wor- I've been I've been working on the Statmotron this week. Hey, I've gotten back. a number okay. of inter- number of fun things done and I'm going to throw mm-hmm. some fun stat questions at all y'all. I've been working on, you know, the the concept. It's used it's used for NFL football by total stat dorks called Scoregami, where they keep track of scores that like of final score lines that have never happened before. Yeah, I think we've talked about this on the show before, maybe yeah. a year and a half ago, 2 years yeah. ago at this point. Yeah, uh, it we established previously uh, and uh, reconfirmed the ho- the lowest score that no one has ever gotten in a Eurovision final is 127. Everything below that has happened at least once. Uh, but uh-huh. I have some additional fun uh, numbers. Uh, Speaking, by the way, uh, 127 has never happened. 128 has happened eight times. Hmm. <laughs> Just so, missed out. Okay, so go figure. <laughs> uh, 125 has also happened eight times. 126 only twice. But yeah, 127 has never happened. The next highest, uh, the next lowest number that has never come up is uh 133 then you have to go to 156 there so and then it gets more and more common as you get higher uh obviously because they're it's just harder to get to those numbers but can you tell me if you had to guess what total score has come up the most often over the entire history of eurovision zero yeah it's zero by a <laughs> by by a good margin if we only go to 1975 and forward when they introduced the 12 10 8 system the highest or the most common final score is actually not zero it's five i was gonna say is it like two okay because in the early voting systems it was considerably easier to get just a you know like a 10 point score or or something like that so all all the most common occurrences basically are are in those those lower numbers if we stick to the modern scoring five is the most common uh that has happened 18 times there are still 17 zeros uh 16 11 16 14s and 15 uh 18s i also went ahead and extended this to semi finals 
And the Scorigami number, so the lowest score that has never come up in a semifinal, is quite a bit lower than 127. It's three. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody's ever just gotten three points in a semifinal? No one has ever gotten three points in a semifinal. Huh. Uh, okay. There have been 14 zeros. That's still the most. There have been 11 33s. Huh. Which is uh, a surprising amount. No, nothing else really comes close in terms of in terms of frequency. But yeah, the lowest unachieved number in a semifinal, it's just three. We've never huh. had a three. Well, that's something to, I was going to say something to shoot for for 2022, but I think it delegates is. are probably trying to avoid that if possible. You can do it. Somebody get three. Take one for the team. Weirdly, next lowest number that has not come up, 78. 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's three and then it jumps to 78. And then there's, you know, again, it gets a lot more common as you get higher. But yeah, we'll be looking for a three-point semifinal total in Turin as well as a 78-point semifinal. But most importantly, a 127 in the grand final. Will we finally see one after 60-something years? I'm really excited about the Adam McKay miniseries that he makes when you uncover a vast score conspiracy. <laughs> But if, if somebody ever does get 127, it's all just going to blow it's up. Just, it's something. revealed. It's revealed the whole thing is rigged and it was never really about the votes. And Yeah, it was never really about the votes. <laughs> You'll be played by Brad Pitt for some reason. Oh, that's fine. So right. yeah, that's well, your option, Scorigami. We did it. I think we should soldier <laughs> on because we have, before we get to all of the ESC news, I think we should touch on the American Song Contest, which has finally decided to pull back a couple of the curtains. Mm-hmm. All 56 of the curtains, in fact. Uh, but little so did many. we know, there's another row of curtains behind there that are more important. Anyway, uh, they gave us all of the names of the performers for all of these states and territories here in the states, uh, but did not give us either song titles or the songs themselves. So NBC yep. is keeping a really tight, like they're being real tight-fisted about all of the content. And they're going to be releasing all of the songs in batches. Um, which, which honestly, I hate. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated by it too, but I think they're probably trying to to keep this on as even a playing field as they possibly can. And yeah. knowing the link between the American Song Contest and Melody Festivalen, that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm -hmm. Because that is exactly what Melfest does. The week before the yeah, songs... Does Melfest have 56 songs to unveil? They would if they could. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Yep. So we'll probably get, you know, every, you know, what, 18 or so songs, I guess, per, per semifinal or heat or however you want to yeah. call it. They'll probably get that the week before the show itself. So, mm -hmm. so I mean, it, for fairness sake, I'm not opposed to that. But as a music nerd and a completist and just wanter of input, give me the tunes. Give me the input tunes. Input wanter, Sam. Oh. <laughs> the input wanter has logged on. Uh, so I just I just gotta say this lineup is insane. It's it's bonkers. It's and it, it in a good way. Like yes. we like they're they really checked every box in terms of like genre, age, level of fame. Like, like just everything. Well, to be this fair, I think we didn't. So I think cool. we didn't quite get to superstar for level of fame, but we have very recognizable names. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, there's no, there's no Jonas Brothers here, but we do have Jewel competing for Alaska. Mm -hmm. There is a Lynch brother. Oh, okay. Uh, we do uh, have. I think the biggest name thing. is Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. <laughs> competing for connecticut that is so I connecticut it. i love absolutely it. i love, love that. it yeah big big ups to the to the top 99 percent tax bracket there sending michael bolton to to, to to america vision uh also there's macy gray 
mm-hmm. kind of unfortunately forgotten star of yesteryear from the turn of the 2000s. She just um, sang the, uh, the the national anthem at the NBA All-Star game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was the first time I'd heard about Macy Gray in like 15 years. And then it happened again, days later. Macy Gray is back. I'm That's curious, back. Eric, what channel was that on? Was that on uh, NBC by any chance? The All-Star game? No, it would have been on TNT. Okay, so not an NBC affiliate. I'm, I was, I'm curious about that because I'm trying to think, That's are there right. any other network connections? Because I know sure. the Jewel... Jewel was also just on The Masked Singer, wasn't she? Oh, yeah. Wait, Noted I... Alaskan. Am I actually remembering that she was... <laughs> Wait, actually, like, can we pause that? I'm trying to remember if she... We can, sure. And we can take that out if I was wrong, because I... King Coyote. Okay, yes. Um, yeah, that was... Yeah, she won The Masked Singer, actually. Where she was... Oh! Yes, she was the Queen of Hearts. I so, think yeah, they're going to send Jewel every year. That's my I mean, guess. it's them or... It, it's either... It's Jewel or Portugal the man, isn't it? Yes. Oh, is Alaska okay, yeah. just going to turn into the San Marino of this contest? I sure hope it does. What if they send Pitbull? What if he Pitbull gets roped, into, <laughs> he gets roped into performing for Alaska yet again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, some other notable names. We got the Crystal Method uh, representing Nevada, which is exciting. Yeah, uh, really. That's a cool, that. cool group to have on national television. Uh, I think it's pretty great that Indiana is sending a rapper from Uganda. Go on. Um, that's the coolest thing I've seen Indiana do in an extreme. I haven't day looked time. into that. So that artist is UG Skywalken. UG Skywalken. Yeah, sounds is great. Is a, a rapper from uh, originally from Uganda, uh, Minnesota, our our home and native land, is sending an indie indie pop group called Yam House. That Danny, uh, if you haven't heard Yam House, you should check out Yam House. I have. I've looked into they're, it. They're the. It's the sort of thing you like. It's the sort uh, of thing I always give ten points to. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, I uh, also I also yeah. have to say like in that Minnesota vein, Cisco oh kind of yes. double crossed mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Cisco, for those of you who don't know, you know the 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 man behind the the evergreen classic, the Thong Song. Uh, he he's representing Maryland at this because I think he's from Baltimore uh, originally. Because he, he's Catholic, that's why. Uh, <laughs> because he's a devout Jesuit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right now, you... I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking of the thong song in a Gregorian chant style, and it's it's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, he looks at me like a truck, truck all night long. Thank you, Sam. Thong, <sighs> yeah. thong, thong, thong. It's the bottom uh, of my register. I'm excited. So actually, <laughs> bottom. Now that I dwell, now that yeah. I dwell on it a little bit, perhaps NBC giving us them in batches will be helpful because it is 56 and a lot of these folks are you know i will say the vast majority of these 45 46 i have never heard these names before which is i mean that's the point of eurovision itself is it just that's that's half the fun is 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 experiencing and discovering these new artists um so i'm glad that america vision which is what i'm going to keep calling it uh is sort of playing into that tradition yeah i mean honestly i didn't even know very much about yam house when they decided to be selected for for Minnesota. One, I'm happy they seem to be taking the opportunity with both hands. They're, they've been active on Twitter talking about it and being very excited about potentially meeting Michael Bolton. But I'm already learning more about the music of my own state. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about these other artists from all over the place. It's it's very cool. Very, very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very heartened by this possibility. Here, here's uh, my biggest question. Oh, yes? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, okay. Here's my biggest question, really, at this point. Are you concerned at all, 
or do you have any strong feelings besides concern? I guess that uh, this is just going to favor the Michael Boltons and the Cisco's and the jewels of the contest. Or, I really don't or, or think do, so. Or do you think that like th this is going to present kind of a level playing field? And 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 if Yam House or whoever has a better song than Michael Bolton, then they have a better song than Michael Bolton. And it doesn't matter that Michael Bolton is Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bolton? Does Are Michael Bolton still have that much clout that he's going to just dominate this? I don't think so. That's actually kind of what I am uh, excited about to see uh, a lack of superstar artists on here is that, you know, we might have some some resurrection storylines. You might have some Cinderella storylines here, but I don't think, you know, Michael Bolton, Macy Gray, Cisco, and Jewel being in the contest, it's really going to tip anything heavily in their favor. I think that yeah. this is relatively level. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if the big names always won at Eurovision, then Jelkli Eximovic would have won for Serbia twice. And, you know, Bonnie and Tyler everyone... would have won it. Yeah, oh, exactly. Tyler. Uh, I, I, I just feel like, like it could potentially hurt the possibility of a second go at this if one of these big names just wins you know what i mean like like i, I think it, it it bodes better for for other potential acts who might want to try doing this if they see someone beat the likes of you know michael bolton or I, I, again bolton. however we keep coming back to the artist when the song with the show is really supposed to be focusing on the song it is and a, mm. a lot of that is going to come down to how the show frames those stories like we'll obviously learn a lot about these artists but it's it's supposed to be about the best song from a state so i i think a lot of these questions will be answered when we get the first episode and that is what march 21st mm -hmm. 21st yep so we'll see a lot of that kind of answered of how are they going to level the playing field are they going to level the playing field or is it just hey i'm macy gray you know my name i was nominated for a grammy and you know i have this voice that is very unmistakable or is mm -hmm. it are people going to be coming out in force for their home states and I feel like a lot of the states that have these bigger names aren't necessarily the biggest states. It's not like we have somebody, a massive name singing for Texas or California or New York. Mm -hmm. Well, do we know or how Alaska. the voting <laughs> Do we know how the voting's going to work? I no mean, idea. are people going to be able to vote for their own states? I think it's going to be like, uh, I, I, I am hoping that that is kind of a core part of it. Um, I think right now, just theorizing, I think they're going to be doing the same sort of thing that Eurovision is, where it's just like, if your cell phone has an area code that is locked into that mm. sort of area, I have to wonder if they can be like, well, that's an unacceptable vote from this area code. Yeah, but so many people, especially with cell phones being the primary form of, of phone-based communication, like, uh, I don't live in the area code where I got my phone from, and I think that's the case for a lot of people. Oh, Sam, you weren't voting for Jersey anyway. They didn't you know send what? the boss. Well, okay, fair, true. But they are sending a singer who is from literally the next town from where I grew up. So old Tapan represent. Oh. She's really good, by the way. Very uh, she's, I she's can't wait for uh, like American Samoa or Guam to win this. I can't wait to have America Vision hosted in Guam next year. That's my hope. It's, it's, is we'll that get... what are they doing? The state hosting the winner? Oh, probably oh, not. Oh, no. yeah, they'll Sometimes probably keep so, it in Burbank. Probably just I'm or wherever. Sure yeah. how they're doing the show, like where they're filming it. Are they having like multiple venues? Anyway, I'm getting off on a. I think it's all going to yeah. be coming from the same the same location. At least, yeah. again, this is year one. If this takes off, they could probably play around with other things in the future. Who knows? Like Melody Festival and yeah. escalating list of locations, building up to the central globe. Ah, the globe. Or friends. All right. Or the friends yeah, well, whatever. Wherever the hell we'll they have... want to do it, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's not the globe anymore. They changed the name. 
Really? What is it, it now? Vici. Uh, it's Gleben. Vici? Not the Globen. Avici. It's named after Avici. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's it, nice. It's changing the Globen to the Avici, the Avici Arena. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. That's that's really last, nice. Last year, I think, that's yeah. A, that's a heck of a tribute. Okay. I think we've gotten the American Song Contest out of our system, at least for this week. Oh, yeah. Barely for are. So we have, sure. And we do have tons to talk about we regarding really some new songs. We really, really do. I think what we're going to do this week is do the single word reaction like we did last week or the week before. Is that uh does that sound uh, reasonable to everybody? Let's do it. Okay, so it looks like we've got two, four, six, six or seven songs to cover. So let's just do one word reactions yes, from um... our team on these songs. So we'll start out with uh, Vladana's Breathe from Montenegro, an internal selection that was just released this past week. Montenegro, Breathe. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Fine. My word is Balkan. Oh, my word was also <laughs> Balkan. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the word for me. It's Balkan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say hey. like gravitas, um, but as an alternate, and you'll know what I mean when I say this, proud. Mm. Derek, what about you? This is going to sound harsh, but I'm going to say pitiable. That Ooh. does sound harsh. You should elaborate on that. Yeah, you should elaborate on that. <laughs> All right. So, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. The song is about her mother who died of COVID. Yeah. And the song is, is called I... Breathe, and it talks about freedom and air. And, man, I get where you're coming from. It's very well-intentioned, but it's... It's not quite there. I mean, I see what it's going for, but it feels kind of underwhelming for its mm -hmm. lofty aspirations. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad I'm saying that there. because it's about her dead mother. Mm -hmm. It has a mold that it clearly is is fitting into, but yeah, a Balkan mold. mold. It, it is a Balkan mold. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's the same mold that sort of that uh, North Macedonia's proud was was sort of uh, fit into a couple of years ago. Um, but I'm with you, Derek. It's just I mean, artistically, it is leaving something. Uh, there there needs to be a little bit more. More for me. I mean, it reminds me a lot of a lot of really beautiful Balkan ballads in the past. It's just that the difference is that a lot of the earlier Balkan ballads that we've had were generally in Serbian, Croatian, Montenegrin, Bosnian, you know, the local the local language. And for the first time in a long time, we're having one of these in English, which part of me is like, is the magic still there when it's in English? And that's, I think, jury's still to be out. I feel like the consensus kind of is that it it is often better to sing in English at this thing. But yeah, I, I kind of feel that. I, I will note this is in semifinal two, which it seems wide open still. Uh, I, I think that, that you know, it has the potential to be solid enough to, to, to get through. I'm also just really glad to have Macedonia or Montenegro back. I know what words are. Yeah. I was looking at the list of second half of semi two in North Macedonia and Montenegro are right next to each other, like they're buddies. So that's why I said that. No other reason. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I think it's I think it's fine. Um, I want I don't know that I'd be quite as harsh on it as as and you and to be, you haven't been that harsh, but but I think it's nice. Shall we? I'll just say I think if this wasn't in English, she might have a more personal connection to it, and it might. I, I think we'd give it more of a benefit of the doubt too if we didn't quite understand it, if it was the emotion rather than the lyrics. I just think the okay. lyrics are kind of distracting since I know what you're saying. It's sort of, do you, do you maintain the message of something that is so personal or do you launch the message in a language that more people are going to understand more, more easily? And that's, you know, definitely an artistic choice. Or combine the two. Mm. I think I know as apt a description or a comparison as this is 1944 was had all these different elements. And I think the English was easy to glob onto. And then I, it got you through the rest of the parts that you didn't understand. Very, very good way to look at it. Any other thoughts on Montenegro before we roll on to the Netherlands? No. 
All right. Uh, again, we're going to have more in-depth discussions, or at least the three guys are going to have more in-depth discussions on this uh, as we roll on oh, yeah. into our uh, our preview episodes over the next uh, over the next month or so. But for now on, we're just going to do these quick little reactions. Uh, now, Estine or S10, I think it's Estine uh, from the Netherlands from the Netherlands releasing De Diepte, uh the depth. One word. Go for it. All right. I'll 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 start. Um, outstanding. I'm thankful it's only one word because I have two words and I can't say the first one on this show. So I'll just say beautiful. You were about to pull a Robin Bengtson, weren't you? Oh, you bet. <laughs> Danny? Uh, I'm glad that two people were able to say words before I could say deep because it is the depth. You're telling me the depth's got some depth? Yeah, I'm telling oh, you God. that they, the song that they wrote called The Depths uh, is actually a very deep song. You preface like that, like you were going to come out and say, boring. Uh, yeah, I was I was really, <laughs> yeah. I was really concerned there. Uh, now Sam's going to be the one to dump all over it. No, I was going to say genuine. Okay. Yeah, genuine. This is, you can definitely tell that her heart is in this. And again, we're talking about the usage of language as getting your message across. Uh, you know, none of us speak Dutch. I took very, very basic rudimentary Duolingo... <laughs> <laughs> but obviously not enough to certainly understand her word for word, but you know what she's going, what she's getting after. And it's, yeah. it just cuts through the language. Such a perfect example of using like the intimacy and the emotion of your voice to convey what most people are not going to understand. Like I got it the first time I listened to it. And then I went and looked up the lyrics and I'm like, yeah, that's basically the intent was conveyed successfully, even if I didn't understand any of it. I think, it's a hard uh, as, Yeah. As soon as I listened to this one, uh, I, I knew that this is one to look at. This is one to look out for. I, I don't think there is a. Uh, I don't think there's a chance this gets overlooked. I, I worry a little bit in the same way that I worried about Senec, uh, uh or mm. of Blanche. And to be fair, Blanche finished fourth. Senec mm -hmm. did not qualify. Uh, I, I will say uh, she did perform this live on a Dutch show over the weekend. Any concerns about live vocals that I might have had are gone. She's phenomenal. And it had some very cool lighting and, and staging. I, I don't know exactly what the context was of this performance, but there's one on YouTube and oh, it was good. I worry a bit about how it's going to translate still, but I'm less worried now that I've seen this. This is, I said outstanding. That's, that's where I'm at on it. This is, this is really good. And the Netherlands have got this down uh, really well over the last few years, for sure. This is, I, I just want to say, I like this so much more than Arcade. I think on many levels, this is, it's, it's just such a much better song. And it's really sad that the Netherlands just won. And that might uh, make people hesitate to vote for it again. But Especially for a song with, um, yeah, that's in the same sort of feel and genre. Yeah. Who knows? All right, let's move on to some real interesting stuff. All right, we'll hop over the border to Germany with Malik Harris singing Rock Stars. Uh, this was a winner of a national final from this past week. Uh, so Malik Harris, Rock Stars. Who wants to start? I was going to say commercial. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Like, of course, of course it happens then. <laughs> You're good. Um, I'm going to say heartstrings. Yeah, I'm going to steal S Sam's word for the Netherlands and say genuine. I'm going to say heartfelt. That's like Danny's. It's fine. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> and and keep in mind, we're doing this in English. Don't do the thing that they do in German where they combine a whole bunch of words in like a paragraph's worth of thought. Yes, yeah, so my, my 50 letter word. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, my word for Germany is die Saugenflügel. Uh, I totally blanked on the word and I just, and I lost it and I was so mad. Um, let's go with better. Oh, okay. As a, as compared with um, yeah, boy. a lot of other things what, that Germany has just, sent over the past couple of years. Yeah, what we've been seeing from Germany for like the last handful of years 
minus Ben Dolich and Michael Shute. It feels like they're starting to kind of figure out or at least stumbling towards like better stuff. Mm. And I, I was really surprised. I like how it combines different musical stylings. There's a rap break and it's the acoustic and the, all that. And we've seen like me and my guitar do exceptionally well and uh, songs like that. I, I feel like this is a similar vein to that. And they're going you know back to something like? that works. Mm. Just to compare them to an American act. Like it's just him, but it feels a lot like a 21 Pilots song. Yeah. I get that I can, vibe. I can, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And in that like 21 Pilots also can get a little bit like so genuine and so earnest that it's not saccharine but a little bit and this is just my opinion but just a little bit cringe and i and i am gonna say that i do kind of feel that way about about malik harris too like about the performance it's just this kind of song if you really like sort of modern this kind of more rock adjacent more like rap rock adjacent emo like that combination that 21 pilots has mastered so well then this is definitely for you it's just not for me i i would completely agree with that with that actually i, I like it's it's genuine almost to a fault i think like it's it's really kind of schmaltzy in its yeah. in its own way but but it's not it's not bad yes we uh, can't say this is bad uh, he's he's a good performer he's a pretty solid rapper uh very strongly eminem influenced it feels like uh getting that strong in the you know in the more intense you know, revving up his engine so to speak uh he's yeah, I, I really, I was really pulling for Felicia Liu here uh, with anxiety. I really love that song. Live performance was not as good as this mm-hmm. as this one was, and I'm also relieved that it's not the the Peace Power Rangers or whatever their name was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's that team, one. Team, team Liba, not yeah. Team Liba. Team Liba. Yeah, God, not that one. <laughs> that that had Demol from from Montenegro vibes, and it was just oh god, that was the that was the bad kind of schmaltzy. That one that one was rough, and people seemed to really kind of maybe starting to be shifting towards it a, a little bit, but not at uh, in the end. The voting didn't really go for it, and I think that that reflects that it wasn't good. So, <laughs> all right, are we ready to move on to another song then? Cheers. Okay, Uh, the first of four songs that were selected on Saturday. So a really, really busy weekend. France, Alvan Naez with Fulen, the first song in Breton since Dana Braz and L'Heritage de Celtes de Wanit Begali back in 1996. Um, I have a phrase for mine instead of a single one, but you'll have to excuse me here. It's Britney, bitch. I could have done a phrase too, but because I am not going to resort to a phrase, I'm just going to say slam. I'm going to say wild. Eric? Uh, I made up a word for this one. Mm-hmm. It's countertension gueras. And, and here's, here's, here's what I think. Uh, in my mind, France and Spain hate each other. And they saw that Spain passed on the Galician Act and were like, oh, well, I know what we're going to do just to piss all those people off. Lousy Spain boys or gals or whatever. We're going to do sort of the same thing. And it's going to be cool. Uh, that being said, I don't like it as much as uh, I liked Terra. But I think this will grow on me. I, I Wild is a, a, a good choice of word. If I have to pick a real word. Uh, real world word. Word. Uh-huh. Michael Bolden. Word. <laughs> he goes by Mike now. Uh, I like this. And I and I am glad that Eurovision is is continuing to, to, to follow my instructions. And that they have appointed sacrifice. You could say one song slot to the pagan gods. Uh, that's that's the vibe of this song that that it's giving me. And I love it. Every single time they send one of these dance slamming songs that is just worshiping the gods, the old, old gods. 
Ben, big fan of that. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a sucker for any time I see a language or hear a language that I don't normally do and, and see a side of a culture that isn't necessarily the, you know, when people think of France, Breton culture isn't necessarily the first thing that a lot of people think of, uh, even though I'm a sucker for, you know, a buckwheat galette and a big thing of cider. Um, but I'm so thrilled that this is being represented. So, so thrilled. And if we didn't get it with Spain, I'm happy that the French are kind of, whether intentional or not, picking up that kind of mantle. It's intentional. It's not intentional. <laughs> spite is a wonderful thing. That's right. I mean, is That's this, my is word. This, spite. spite. <laughs> is this is this the Goa influence? I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, I that see can't it be a bad definitely, thing. definitely. Does, as soon yeah, as we break right. into that real hard electronic uh, sequence, about halfway through, I'm like, this is straight up go away. It's got a lot of the same influences, uh, but it's clearly not a copy paste. I will say, this is. I think this is just part of a trend. It's definitely not copycatting. Well, yeah. I mean, go away is quintessentially Ukrainian in terms of yeah. the, the folk influence. This is uh, Breton in its in its influences, but but there are other ways. When yeah, I, I feel like I feel like there was a door opened over the last couple of years, and it's I'm mm -hmm. really glad that it's open and i'm really really glad that people seem to be appreciating it and it's not just this is a song that only breton people will appreciate or only ukrainian people will appreciate or only galician people will appreciate it's it's something for everybody and um, yeah i'm here for it it's mm -hmm. nice it's nice after I, i'd say the first a lot of the first batch of songs have gotten have been pretty kind of straightforward it's nice to get something really weird and different and <laughs> yeah i think we've seen that a few times with the releases from this week i not what i was expecting based on what we'd seen so far ready mm -hmm. to roll on to romania yes uh, all right yeah. uh winning in romania was the song yamame by I, I, it's spelled w-r-s but listening to the national final it seems to be pronounced worse so I I'll work on figuring out if it is worse or worse or well that's a fun coincidence because my word is worse. <laughs> Danny bumping minus Euro Club minus trippy. Now I'm glad that you said Euro Club because that's like kind of the vibe you know that I mean by by bumping. I don't think we got there quite. We didn't quite get there with I am by what's his name Michael Ben David. Yep. And is Israel is that actually Israel submission? Because there was this whole rumor that that was kind of up in the air. Yeah, that was that was not a credible. Okay. Rumor. All right. Well, um, I, I feel like the 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 bar that I am didn't quite reach is kind of reached here. With is it Lama May or Yama May? Yama May. It means it means call me in Spanish. Uh, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's uh, it is just uh, this is if you love junk food club dance floor just dance music like this is it so it's, it's a bullseye i'm absolutely imagining myself in euro if there is a euro club equivalent this year who knows what you know the italian uh, you know, organizers have in mind if that's something that's sustainable or safe this year but i'm imagining myself either this year or in euro clubs to come me with a condensation soaked drink like sweating in my hand trying to make my way across the the floor to you know see somebody who i have only seen every couple of years trying to have some sort of conversation with this bumping in the background like that there there is absolutely this this fits into the eurovision experience ecosystem for me so i i welcome this into that world in that environment this is that question of does really good club music or dance music translate well into a live competition show because i if i was in a bar or a club or even a restaurant or some venue and this came on i'd be like yeah this is great 
I'm enjoying this while I'm doing this other thing. I don't know if it would get my attention as much if I'm like solely focused on my television, looking at a show mm. as excited. I don't know. I get what you mean there. We did have our doubts about Go Away and they definitely proved us wrong. They had a hell of a staging. They did. I don't like this one. Oof. Who could have seen this coming? I knew it. Well, when he said worse, you know, it was really only going to go yeah, in one direction. Poor, yeah, poor Roxanne. Still feel bad for her. Uh, also, I don't know. I, I just think noted your Romanian language, Spanish, uh, was weird. Uh, it's an interesting choice. They've done it before. Uh, most recently really? in 2012, Zalela uh, by this uh, by Mandinga, the the group that represented them in Baku. Uh, yeah, it was, it was English and Spanish mixed. In Romania, it, you know, it, Romanian is a Romance language, so it's not like it's not like they're singing in Breton. So there is there is some linguistic link there. Well, I still don't like it. Take oh. that, Sam. What's the yeah. next one? All right, we move on to Denmark, and winning DMGP is the group Ready with the Show. I'll say Ernest. Danish. Oh. And I know this is going to sound like a cop out, but there is a reason behind it, so we'll go. We'll get back to it. Oh, I know the reason. It's because it's from Denmark. Hey. My word is um. What? Say unexpected. I think Derek and I might be on the same page. My Maybe. my my pick for the word is the fact that there is a positivity and sort of an uplifting nature to the song. It's sort of a happy, clappy, upbeat that Denmark tends to be very, very good at sending, that they tend to kind of rely on that. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I like the fact that there is more energy in this than you often get from Danish songs, but it's still that very sort of positive kind of vibe. So that's that's my thought. It has two songs for the price of one. Yeah. When I was going through and listening, like, like just, I, I didn't catch this final. I hadn't really followed the songs much. I was listening to this and for the first minute, I was like, oh, they just sent a piano ballad. Like that's, that sucks. That's like, that's what's that's so frustrating. Good you, yeah. You think yes, that's all exactly. And then the guitars kick in and it's like, if I may make quote myself here. What? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then it gets really cool, and and it part of me just wishes the whole thing had been like that. But I understand mm. that uh, that that's not how songs work necessarily. You know, they they can they can be different things. All in all, I I guess I'm still fully formulating how I feel about it and like where I would rank it and everything. But that was a really fun surprise for a song to have. It's another song that I think going into the selection, I would never have expected something like this. I think it's really cool the way it kind of builds. It, it feels a little, it's kind of on the fence there for me. It feels a little retro. It feels kind of 90s in a way. Yeah, it does. That's, that's all right. recently saw Clueless, which I'd never seen before. And it kind of makes me think, yeah, this would have been playing over Clueless at some point. Oh my God, yeah. It kind of has a soup song of the uh, uh, turn of the 2000s power pop movement in, in music too. It's not something that I hate. It's not something I hate. It's seeing no, no. it performed, it makes me think more like a, almost like a Pat Benatar or something like that. Uh, 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 maybe it's just the hair or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I, yeah, this one's cool. Yeah. This was this was a fun one. Denmark and... had a few really good ones. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say the national final for Denmark. I was surprised by a few of them. Hmm. And I think there were a couple of those. I can't remember the name of the artist, but I was like, oh, this is really different. Given what Denmark usually sends, Sam disagrees. No, I mean, I, I was sad to see, and this is, again, our discussion about super finals. Raid mit the I thought was sadly cut at the first hurdle, especially considering there was a member of the band named Beef Supreme. And uh, I really just wanted to see <laughs> Beef Supreme make it to Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But uh, Derek, you actually might be interested to know this. One of the members of the band Ready is a drummer named Ihan Haidar, who was the drummer on stage for Saluna Sume Should Have Known Better, which I know is one of your favorites. Really? Yeah. Oh, I do love so that she, song. So she returns to Eurovision. Yeah. Sick. Are we ready to? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say the weird incestuous relationships of Eurovision bands. I mean, it's been 10 years. So, I mean. Yeah, that means it's fine. <laughs> is that what they That's told you? That's the rule. <laughs> that was only in Iceland. Only Sam, what's have... the next song? Yeah, for the love of God. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Here's a discussion coming up. We yes. have a surprise winner for some in Serbia. Constracta's song in Corpore Sano, which I think is the first appearance of Latin uh, in a Eurovision song ever. It is. That's right. Uh, Serbia beat Vatican to it. Yeah, uh, per, per the Statmotron, which has a sort of keeping track on all the languages, there has never been a song in Latin or yeah. containing Latin before. Had, not not notably. Containing Latin. Yeah, we've had Sus by uh, by uh, Ronan Ishlio in 2012. The title mm. was in Latin, but the oh. word did not actually appear in the song. Right. In terms of like like lyrically, this is the this is the first to contain Latin. I'm surprised by that. You'd have thought that somebody would have done something. At some Ireland, Ireland, Ireland yeah. did it in here. Okay. Yeah. Like in junior. Yeah. In junior. Their debut entry, Relton Amara, uh, was partially in Latin. Mm. Anyway, back to Serbia, Constracta in Corporesano. My word for yes. this on yes. a number of different fronts is progressive. Yeah. I'll say art. Damn it. Those are my words. Oh, man. I was going to say Abramovich, huh? as in Marina. I was going to say Bohemian. Mm-hmm. You see, it's progressive because she looks like Flo from Progressive. Also, <laughs> but also. <laughs> But also, imagine if Flo from Progressive did all that stuff with her hands. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, this one, uh, it's weird. Uh, it's really weird. I am a huge <sighs> fan of this. This is not so much Eurovision as like theater. Like this is, this is very avant-garde. This is very strange, but in a very engaging way. You know how last year we said that like the Roop was very avant-garde, but like this is really blowing that out of the water. If we're talking about like a level of capital A art, like I don't know what this act is doing here at Eurovision. They should be doing installations at art museums. Like this yeah. is and this it is won. strange. It won a national final. It won both votes. Yeah, at, at a it, national final. It and, slaughtered the televote. I'm mm-hmm. looking at the actual numbers. Okay, so again, there were 18 songs in the running. Uh, second place, Sara Joe's uh, Muscarchina, uh, and again, my Serbian is non-existent, had a really very credible 21,000 televotes. Incorpore Sana had over 44,000 televotes. Jeez. Oh, well. Yeah. That, that's that's like the roop right there. Yeah, that's that's a movage. Yeah. And again, that, song. Yeah, it, cool. it is also for the record progressive because of what it's about. Uh, and and I th- I think that that lyrically the message was very clear to everyone watching who speaks Serbian, and they picked it. I think because of that. Uh, yeah, it's it's about the healthcare situation in in Serbia. That there are there are artists and and other other you know, gig workers and, and and things like that who can't get health insurance there and are are quite frankly more likely to to die uh, to, or to to have issues that they just can't deal with or, or or that will just cripple them financially for the rest of their lives. Uh, gosh, it would be terrible to be in a country where that's a problem. Yeah, that sounds like nothing like what we have to live through here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, the point being, it's a, a very artsy statement uh, about that. And and uh, that clearly resonated with the people watching because it just trucked the rest of, of the of the, the competition, including some some pretty darn good bops and ballads and bigger badood. Yeah. Yeah. Before before the, the national final actually took place, all I seemed to be on Sarah Yeo, uh, who was actually another Eurovision returnee uh, as a member of Moya 3 back in 2013. And all eyes were sort of on her. And then we had this other song, Zoria by, by Zoria, that also took a lot of people's attention. That song was awesome. Really beautiful uh, as well. Yeah. But then at the end of it, we have this, this performance art piece. And you know, my my brain went to Marina Abramovich, and again, I, I'm not super super familiar with her her depth of her work, but you know, she is a Serbian um, performance artist and conceptual artist who is probably best known for her work, uh, "The Artist Is Present," uh, which was back in I want to say about 10, 15 years ago, which she literally just sat at a table in the MoMA with a chair across from her and people would line up and just sit in this chair and just stare at her. And it was like looking into her soul. Like she wouldn't speak. You wouldn't speak. You would just make eye contact and just watch each other. And many people would come away with this, you know, in tears and floods of tears and just this openness and this very sort of surreal moment of connection and the fact that she's Serbian, it just happened to be a nice little tie in here, but yeah. it just, it, it's a very personal very real story that is being told that people seem to connect with in a very, very deep level. Question. Answer. Has Serbia won before? Yes. Molita. Molita. Oh, that's right. Their debut, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Mm, just thinking. You don't think. They did win uh, after a rock song won. This isn't quite uh, as a Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know about that. It's a, it's right in the middle of the pack of the betting odds right now. Cause that's it. Cause that matters. You know, that's a good know. indicator sometimes. It Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, currently fifth in the betting odds, by the way, the UK, the United Kingdom. <laughs> is there a rumor we're not a privy to? There, uh, I haven't there heard is... any channels, but there have been some rumors flying around. There, yeah, there are some rumors uh, about who it might be. By the time this, this episode is dumb releases... rumor of the week time, Eric, we haven't had a dumb no, rumor it's of the not week. The, it's not that dumb. Oh, okay. By the time this episode releases, you'll probably know. Who is it? Is um, it Little Mix? It's not Little Mix. <laughs> it's a it's a guy with long hair. We'll say that. Ah. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. He was in a museum under glass. <laughs> uh, speaking of the UK, uh, by the time this releases, we'll know a few more. As of recording, there are 12 songs. We don't know. They can be lumped into a few categories. Uh, the UK, Armenia, Azerbaijan, and, and Georgia. Uh, we basically don't know anything. Or we don't, um, or we'll know the artist. We just don't know when the song is coming out. Like right, got... yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuesday the 8th will be Switzerland. Cyprus on Wednesday the 9th. Belgium and Greece will be on the 10th. Um, Austria has released a clip of their song. Uh, it's a club banger, uh, but it won't be a, like out out until uh, the 11th. And then Saturday the 12th, we get the last three Portugal, Sweden and Iceland from their national finals. Yeah. So hopefully the UK will say something because there's been basically radio silence. Uh, but the the head of delegation meeting is coming up in Turin uh the following week. So stuff has to be into the EBU. It's not like there's somebody who's just sitting at the Eurovision office in Salford and been like, oh, crap, we forgot. Maybe. Uh, what if they did? He just leans out the window. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's how they got James Blunt. Uh, anyway, the... Uh... <laughs> 
there were a couple of other things this past week. Just touch on these. Uh, Ronella's Secret from Albania got its official like Eurovision version uh, release. And uh, yeah, it's it's about what I expected. Cool video. Yeah, still goes pretty hard. A lot of folks are talking about the slightly revamped things revealed from Moldova and from the Czech Republic uh, They that were performed at uh, the Romanian National Final. There were a million things going on in that, in that uh, or you know what? I'm thinking of the Serbian final that had a very big... Uh, uh, San Ramo feel to it. Honestly, but, uh, Eric, there were seven different shows going on. The fact, oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, exactly. Straight, like we only uh, have so many eyes, you know. Yeah, but but yeah, uh, uh, the Czech Republic performed lights off at the Romanian national final, and I'm going to go ahead and say it was bad. Like it was, uh, it was notably bad. And but, but but rather than dig into it further or whatever, I'm going to note one: Dominica clearly was having in-ear monitor problems. Like she was pointing at it for the first like 30 seconds of the song or something, and it was really rough. I, it almost felt like let's have all of these acts come and do their songs at our national final so we can sync all of them, and Romania will win. <laughs> we'll take away their monitors oh, no. and make them all sound like crap. And uh, there is your dumb rumor of the week. Yeah, there we go. Yep, that's we right. I, We're yeah. starting them now. Romania is sabotaging the Czechs. And for some reason, Moldova, who's like their best friend. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, N- not a huge change for Czech Republic, I don't think. Just some slightly different uh, instrumentation, basically. Yeah. Just some production tweaks, nothing too crazy. It wasn't like a full-on K-Mama overhaul. Yeah, oh, no. no. But... Hopefully the Czech Republic has uh, learned its lesson regarding that. I <sighs> hope so. That has been a ton, ton, ton of news from both the United States as well as all over Europe. I say we wrap this up for the evening. I oh, actually, yeah, me too. Yeah, and then pick it up next week with those, hopefully, those last songs. Maybe the UK may drop us a bone between. What if the UK does it? What if they do it this year, guys? That'd be great. Dumb rumor of the week is that the UK is good. Danny, you say this every year. (laughs) We talked about this. <laughs> well, a girl can dream. Direct flight from yeah. MSP. It's a direct flight. I mean, assuming it's in London, which it probably it's wouldn't. London, be. you know. Oh no, they're gonna bust open Harrogate again. That poor town. Uh. Okay, so here are the winners we're hoping for: London, Paris, Amsterdam, Reykjavik, Reykjavik. We got Reykjavik. Dublin. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, not Dublin. I'm not Dublin. Briefly, we had Dublin. So I think the the lesson that we're taking away is that. Various global airlines should start more direct MSP to various cities in Europe routes. Yeah. Is, is that's the lesson that we're taking away from this week? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nothing else. That's nothing else at all. Or just okay. the existing handful win every year. I'm all right with that. I got frequent flyer miles to use up. Anyway, let us know what you think of these songs from this crazy week that we've just had. Uh, if you've got any burning questions that you want to send us, send them our way. We may put them on the show. Again, you can reach out to us on social media at 12PointsUSA on Facebook or Twitter. Just email us directly at 12PointsOfAmerica at gmail.com. We love and appreciate any and all of your comments. Um, feel free to buy a shirt on Redbubble or check out our YouTube or any of the other places where we happen to pop up. <sighs> I need another coffee. I will talk to you guys later. Till that day. No. All right. <laughs> Well, screw you too, Danny. I've been Samantha. <laughs> I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. America. Stop. Stop. Oh, now. Now. Uh, uh, uh.